0: Welcome to the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with emerging artists and industry leaders about all things paper flowers. Through this podcast, we hope to continue to share knowledge, connect all of us together, and elevate the artistry of each and every one of us.
1: Hello, I'm Quinn Wen. I'm Jessie Chu. I'm Priscilla Park. Our mission is to share, connect, and elevate the paper floral industry. We are some of the voices behind the Paper Flowers Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Paper Talk.
0: You are listening to episode 10 of the Paper Talk podcast. Today we're talking to Stina Evanson and she is an amazing paper florist who specializes in wildflowers that are... Like so, ridiculously good looking and realistic that you wouldn't even believe their paper. So,
2: welcome, Stina. So, Stina, welcome to our podcast. It's amazing to finally meet you and talk to you. We've all been following you since, I don't know what, probably close to when you started posting your art on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, we've seen your wonderful art, but we don't know that much about you. You don't really talk about yourself, which is what I always notice. (laughs) Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, You know, where where are you located? Um, How did you get started? What's your background? I mean, how do you find time
3: to make these amazing uh, wildfire pieces? Yeah, how do I find time? I can start with that. I don't do that much other things because, yeah, it, of course, takes a lot of time. And and I don't know if one can defend that, but at this point, Point. I'm just doing that and a very kind word from you it's fantastic I find uh, so incredible Bill, that I can come here with this way of doing this that is kind of different and then still be uh, feeling part of something so that that is one of the reasons why I really like doing this I in Amsterdam uh, in the least touristy part of a very touristy <laughs> city <laughs> and I lived here for a um, for 10 years, maybe even now more, but it was very coincidental that we came here, it was through the career of my husband, he's an artist, and then after some time, we got a kid, and we got an apartment that is actually made for artists. Oh, cool. So, uh, the, the listener can't see this, but you guys can see I'm actually sitting in this space that is kind of huge. Yes, And where he works. And I have tiny apartment on the other side of this wall.
2: <laughs> That's and, great.
3: Uh, oh, so is that what you mean
2: by it's made for artists? You mean there's like studio space in a way? Yes, yes.
3: This is a studio. And we had to prove that we were artists to rent it. Wow! Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you know, it's very special. It's it's going away more and more. This is built in '69, and it's mm-hmm. 1,100 apartments here, and maybe 14 of these artists' mm-hmm. apartments. Oh. So that's part of why we, why I can do this, because our life is so uh, so practical and mm. so made for for You're this kind of art to yeah. do something like. So we live a very different life than people who, you know, have it extremely busy with driving here and there and having full schedules because we have, you know, the rent here makes it possible for us to live on less, kind of live a simple life. That's, uh, yeah, it is quite amazing, but I have to say it's this brutalist buildings and neighborhood is kind of, you know, we have the mall, we have some high risers, it's mm-hmm. not that much going on here. So for me, it was a very strange place to live. Mm-hmm. We have idyllic, idyllic villages right, right next to us, but that's not where we are. Mm-hmm. So for me, this thing to go out there and find these flowers and starting making them, having grown up in the countryside and being so um, attached to the, to the nature and the place I, I grew up, yet this have actually led to me starting to feel at home in this place. Mm-hmm. That has been a good thing because it's hard to live over many years for Mm -hmm. everybody, of course, in a place where you don't really choose to live here. It just happens. Right,
2: right, right. So, do you have to venture very far to look for inspiration?
3: Uh, Sometimes two meters out (laughs) or three feet outside my door. (laughs) I only stay in my neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but we live relatively close to the highway that goes around the city and outside of there. You mm-hmm. are like in the most classical Dutch countryside Imagine ah, um, Oh, wow. All the cliches. We don't have <laughs> cliches. Uh, windmills. We don't yeah, have Yeah, must windmills, be beautiful. Right yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> so the- I go there, but mostly just in the city. Nice. And so, what initially
0: drew you to paper flowers? Like, were you an artist in another medium before? Or How did you find paper
3: flowers? Yeah, that is very attached to, to Instagram, I have to admit because i started instagram because i wanted to use it to just come up with small projects and i made a little list for myself of r- rules or, or a framework for myself so i decided that i wanted to do just small projects i could make at my own table quick things i could make finish in a day and i wanted it to be my own ideas i've never been this what do you call it pinterest uh-huh uh, yeah. I, don't understand this thing to, to look at what other people do and then do the same, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> (laughs) So, yes, I did that for some months. It kind of took over a little bit my life, because suddenly then... Oh, I was wondering, what is your background? So, have you always been an artist? Do you dabble in other mediums? Yeah, no, absolutely not an artist at all. I went to an art school, it was kind of a low level, when I was 18, 19 years old, and it was such an old-fashioned, fantastic school in retrospect we had for example we would draw with charcoal uh, nudes every morning so every morning for two years I did that (laughs) (laughs) and never used that for anything later but I think maybe it's in my bones somewhat no but I studied art history only been interested in visual art always since forever but my main interests were never this big art but more the craft related art so what I I focused on in in university was uh, embroidery Mm -hmm. so I, I actually studied embroidery as as a subject matter. That's so interesting. Yeah, Long before it became such a big thing now yeah. quite recently but it was already happening then so we had a few artists taking it into use and it was fantastic for me to dream up to write about. Traveled a lot. That was great and then I was to do my PhD. I lost my confidence. Mm. Oh, I completely no. failed in doing anything and That just dragged on. So I became very, I felt I was nothing but a failure. Yeah, I just didn't have, didn't manage to find a way into, back into it. I felt I had just waited wasted my whole education. I did work as an art journalist, but I did not like it and tried to write some stuff, but it was just a struggle.
1: When we look at your Instagram account and we look at your craft and your paper flowers, it's just mind-blowing. How did you find out of that slump and realize that? How did you gain your confidence back? Is my question. Yeah.
3: No, I, you know, I think it's many reasons, but put out some flowers that I just, you know, I can look back and I, I can see the day it happened. And it was these rose leaves that I, I, uh, I copied. And then I was thinking, oh, I could maybe do uh, these flowers that I uh, grew up with. Because I remember what they looked like. Of course, I will look at some photographs too. And then I did. And then I saw Anne Wood's flowers. And I was like, wow, I remember I wrote, I made fan art without knowing. (laughs) And you know how she is, she commented back. And then also some other flowers I had done then maybe a week or two later, then Tiffany Turner was like, oh wow, this is like, this looks good or something. I just felt like, you know, falling in love, you know, with this thing.
1: <laughs> I think that's how we yes. all fall in love with it. It's just magical. If you're listening to this podcast, not try paper flowers, I challenge you, take some paper. It doesn't matter what type of paper. Make a flower out of it. I almost bet you will fall that you're just going to like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. <laughs> it's just the most magical thing that I feel like all of us on right now has fallen into this trap where we were just like, fell in love with it and just gained this medium that brings so much peace and joy and I think that's why we keep making more and more flowers because there's that moment of quietness that you just focus and you just create and then you make this beautiful thing that other people can enjoy.
3: Yeah yeah no it's I, I so agree it's uh, it's uh, it's strange how I, I am a procrastinator and I would never procrastinate instead of making flowers and it's so easy to get into the flow. Yeah, maybe I've taken it a little too far. I never, I, I, you know, when looking at my flowers one can maybe get the impression that I am a little bit, what you call it, obsessive, but at uh, not really not with other things at least Just i think we need that. to be
2: <laughs> i think we need to be a little bit obsessive if we <laughs> want to excel at something right yeah. i mean i think that's the difference between something that you're passionate about versus something that you're not yeah. so i think it's a healthy obsession yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. healthy
1: I to some so. extent
3: I so, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like <laughs>
0: When did you start sharing your flowers with like the rest of the world beyond just Instagram?
3: I don't know if I'm really there (laughs) yet always been thinking oh i should try to sell this at the market stand or no i've I've sold flowers and that has been through instagram and i don't have a web page or it's a very difficult step for me so yeah no mostly it's been through the contacts i already have so this to find people and i'm sure they are out there but it also means that i have to make stuff that I really trust yeah for example um, stay over uh, some years because I do feel a little bit that my flowers seem to lose a little bit of life after some months yeah of course with if they hang in in a very bright room which which I have then then of course they lose some color put them behind glass other people have done that I for me, I, too difficult. I guess I just have too much of a respect for the frame and pretending that this is art when all I wanted is just to be flowers. That's yeah. an interesting
0: concept.
3: <laughs> yeah, probably because of my background. You know, I, I'm not sure what I would think of this as, of course, it doesn't matter if it's art or not. And, and of course, a lot of it is the practice, this thing about going out and finding these flowers that maybe no one else notices. No one else saw this flower, even though hundred people may be past it that day. That may maybe has some at least an aesthetic pressing quality to it but the flowers themselves for me they are just joy they are just what they are and not being
1: something
2: more. I think most of us started making paper flowers just happy that we found a medium that works for us. You could spend your whole life looking for that medium. You love art, adequate at painting, you're maybe okay with drawing, you love sculpture, but you just haven't found that medium that speaks to you. And I think paper flowers perhaps became something that you found was your medium. It sounds like you've yes. been highly yes. involved in the art, whether it's making things with your hands or just... Learning about it or writing about it, but you must have found such joy after finding it. But the paper, it might be your medium.
3: Yes, I always loved paper. So it really felt like two of my things came together. Yeah, and it is this thing that is such a, a personal small thing and then we can really share it because yeah, it's something that everybody understands.
2: Yeah, you just start with it as your own passion. Yeah, you. I mean, you create for yourself, right? I, I think there's nothing wrong with creating yeah. for yourself. That's what we do. And <laughs> yeah. if it happens to create joy for other people, all the better. But I admire you for sticking to your guns and saying, you know, what do I want to make? What inspires me? And what reminds me of my own childhood? And not worries too much about what other people want from you. Because after a while, some of us... You you know, might get to the point where, okay, well, this is a business. What do people want to see? And I think that's a difficult line sometimes yeah, to I, figure out. I
1: have a question. So what kind of paper do you actually use to create your artwork?
3: Mm-hmm. I use a uh, completely normal watercolor paper. Uh, so it's it's 100% different from the crap paper. <laughs> it's thick and stiff and has no elasticity at all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's made from cotton. So when it's wet, it's mm-hmm. uh, very flexible. Do you
1: yeah. use like petal mold? Because I know some of they wet the paper. You know, when they do for cake decorating, they have these waxy molds that they lay, um, they wet the paper. Oh. They lay.
3: Yeah, 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 Oh, I love seeing those. That's so amazing. They can get, the, they can really get the, the veins in the leaf Yes, in exactly. a different way than we can. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's uh, no. You know my method. It's so simple, so basic. Um, it's just cutting, painting, and folding, and then a little bit of glue. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you have not seen her Instagram handle, which is Table
1: Takes on Instagram, you need to check out her artwork. It is when you look at it, you're like, are these real? <laughs> they look so incredibly realistic and amazing and detail. I always, when I look at your photo, I just want to pinch it and zoom in and like, oh my gosh. And I love seeing accounts like this because it really inspires me and challenged me to make my flowers more detailed. And it kind of like, oh, oh you
3: can't do that. Oh, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's fantastic that you say so. But But, you know, my flowers have much less flexibility yeah they have to be small and yeah there there is many limitations to to my way of doing it as well so yeah
0: I wouldn't (laughs) have (laughs) any limitations at all I feel like you like push the limits and like Quinn says challenge because when you see your work and you're like okay this is paper I know this is paper how did she do that so it's like, oh, that's so exciting! I'm gonna try, you know, like get that look. And if she can do this from paper, like it's amazing. So no, it, I would not say limitations
1: at all. No, at all. it's such so interesting to see what you can do with.
3: I mean, you just use watercolor as your main color medium. Is that correct? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and I have like the use. I maybe have five tubes of color or something.
1: Wow. So.
3: a lot of money to start
1: on this I mean these are I bet everyone has watercolor paper at home and paintbrushes and yeah Yeah. I challenge seriously it's just (laughs) so much like I challenge everyone out there to replicate what she does it's just so hard I mean you look at it and you're like what your mind's blown
3: (laughs) yeah but this is something that i always felt uh, it was such a, a fun thing it was that we don't have to deal with uh, perspective for example we don't have to deal with shadow uh, so it's it's uh, yeah I always found it quite easy almost
2: guess <laughs> <laughs> it's like painting a flower but it's in a three-dimensional plane yeah, you yeah you're using watercolor I- as paint and your flower is what do you call it the um the the medium which you apply the paint on to create your own shadows right and your own yeah, depths yeah, and your own yeah
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. but when yeah. i look at, at botanical uh, illustrations yeah. i could i could never do that I, yeah. I must even it's dogs, just
2: a different you know? style <laughs> <laughs> can i ask you about your name table takes where did that come from
3: this this was because of my original uh id and i i I had no idea how Instagram worked. And I, prob- I thought that it was much more moving image. That mm-hmm. it was small snippets. Maybe even a couple of years that was more popular. Yeah, I just, I don't know. You know, you just have to come up with a name. And it was just this, the table was always important for me. And still is. Takes, just, you know, a little, little take. takes, on yeah. Little <laughs> snippets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Interesting, yeah.
2: It's, it's interesting. interesting.
0: So for a lot of us, the work-life, family balance is really hard. But since your hu- husband is an artist, how does that work where you have two artists? Is there like ever a time where he's like, put down your flowers and come
3: talk to me or do whatever? <laughs> <laughs> family, so, like, not- <laughs> um, he, he's more the one that has a, a real career. Uh, this this is so... I. You know, it feels I grew up in very uh, a society that was very equal, and I had never thought I would end up as this in this kind of unequal uh, relationship. And it's not something that we are happy about. But it happened like this, and became like this. And and I'm doing the best I can out of that. And so he gets us up in the morning and makes us breakfast, and then he goes <laughs> in studio. And he works, uh, you know, intensively and. And have deadlines and also teachers. And and I uh, have the main responsibility for the kid. Yeah, when you are in a different country than your own, I can't say, well, I am sort of an immigrant. Having some less challenges than other immigrants, but still, it takes a little extra effort. Mm -hmm. So that's actually been good for us that I could... Uh, have that extra time and mm-hmm. so that's been quite wonderful to do something that I can combine uh, easily with uh, with school and mm-hmm. uh, pick up and swimming classes and mm-hmm. all that stuff so yeah I feel very I feel very very pri- privileged when uh, when I compare to how uh, high pressure all the people have in their life
2: nothing wrong with that arrangement that's what I have right now <laughs> that
3: wasn't what we
2: you know wasn't what i expected but that's okay i mean it's a time in your life where you get to spend more time with your kids who know maybe like maybe yeah. later on you'll find something else so yeah. you never know right it's just yeah. it is what
0: it is at the time in the meantime we're all lucky because we get to see all your beautiful workings. yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes how often are you producing art every day
3: i you know i have quite many days a week where i spend maybe eight hours just on working Mm-hmm. yeah so that is and then I don't yeah more even you know like today actually my kid sometimes she takes the the cut-offs after school when she's mm-hmm. uh, when we're back at home and and she makes stuff and today she was painting and cutting and uh, I was doing my stuff but I must say I wasn't very happy with what I did today and I think maybe I need a little bit of a break that I'm been doing it so intensively. A perspective. Uh, yeah. And maybe like, yeah, yeah, exactly. To step back a little bit and look at mm. it. That's exactly that.
0: Mm. So important to take those breaks, especially when you're like your mind just gets so absorbed on this one thing and then you walk away and you're like, oh, oh. I know what I can do to fix that problem that I was doing yeah. or whatever. You yeah. need those yeah. mind, mind yeah. and
3: body breaks. Your hand breaks. Yeah. 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 You know, I could talk for days about it, but <laughs> we all That is so amazing with having the podcast because, uh, yeah, I talked with my father about this one day. He saw Instagram and that I could come in contact with people with the exact same interest to in me. And for him over the years, most, he, his. Been working so hard to find the right people and it's so easy for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a nice thing. It really is. Instagram, I guess,
1: social media has opened up doors where you can actually share your love, your art with thousands and thousands of people. And it's just been amazing to talk to people on social media. And I mean, I know people from like the Philippines, Korea, Japan, you now in Amsterdam. And it's just been so amazing to open, have all these doors open and all these new friendships being created mm-hmm. and made and mm-hmm. having opportunity like this where we can actually talk you know talk to you and get to know you a little bit better it has been just
3: amazing yeah it, it's really fun and it really is the good side of it and <laughs> then of course the other <laughs> sides <laughs> yeah, absolutely we'll dedicate another episode on the
1: <laughs> my- <laughs> on those <Yeah>. haters
0: <laughs> could you share like one
3: tip one paper flower making tip with the listeners flower makers um do petals separately and that doesn't work with my method so it's probably fun for people to try to make flowers where you have to make all the petals as a one piece I think it must be a quite different way to to think yeah just for fun just to see what comes out of it that's a good Another challenge, challenge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, my mind just like suddenly started cranking it's like one oh, I mean, there's some, some things that we do that we cut strips and then we wrap it around the petal, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about like the whole petal, like doing a peony. One whole strip. Oh. No. <laughs> no. But if you think
2: about it, like cardstock too, yeah. often they have linked petals and sugar flower artists use yep. linked petals. It's just a different way of applying it, you know, and yep. everyone does it right. in their unique way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yep. And I, of course you could do it with a peony. You, you just have to have many layers then. Mm-hmm. But you know, wildflowers, they they uh, they usually have five petals and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's amazing. I look at your work and you do multiple types of flowers. Yes, there are five petals, but they're so intricate and you instantly recognize what type of wildflower
3: that is. Yeah, it's quite fascinating. It is. I, I think it is something about that for bugs it needs to be so specialized, so like that's so appealing for us that that it, they have this uh, instant recognition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you garden quite a bit? No, I don't at all. I, I uh, sometimes borrow a garden, but I have a tiny. Or I don't have anything. I don't even have a balcony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it must be hard to live in a a high riser and have a garden.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it could be possible. But for me, no. You know, I have one uh, hollyhock. You call it like that? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's it's right outside my window in public space. But there are bugs on it. And I find it so Hard. No, don't know if gardening is for me. It's like
1: um, that is yeah. The one benefit of paper flowers, we will never have bugs on our flowers. Yeah,
3: no. Yeah, and it's that's been nice because I love picking flowers, but now I can uh, I can pick one, you know, and get the whole experience and leave the rest for the bugs, and uh, and I'm happy happy for that. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you today. It was such a joy to finally meet you and get to know you a little bit better. Just to see your work, I hope you continue creating, and I hope it continues to give you a lot of joy in creating lots of paper flowers. We can't wait to see your next project. Your stone corals are just amazing. Yeah, those are
0: stunning.
3: Thanks. Thank you. You guys are so kind. And yeah, as I said, I feel so uh, included. It's a fantastic feeling. All right. Thank you so much, Sina. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Sina. Thank you. Just wanted to
0: give a shout out to one of our Instagram followers, Edelberga Doreng-Gonzalez. She says, when do we get a new episode? Just discover the podcast and I'm almost finished. So good. Thank you so much. And as always, we love to hear your comments. Let us know what you think of the podcast.